Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Listen up, ladies. I have exciting news for you. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you're finally ready to end the battle with food and hating your body, if you're sick of spending every day worried about how much to eat, what to eat, when to eat, if you're sick of stepping on the scale and looking in the mirror and being disappointed in yourself for not following through what you say you really want for yourself, then I have an awesome opportunity for you, my love. If you know that it is time to level up, if you finally want to find food freedom, if you want to walk into your closet, put on any outfit and feel totally confident. If you want to clear the mental space that's currently being taken up by food and body obsession, and if you want to stop dieting, getting on and off the bandwagon for good, I would love to chat with you. For the first time in months, I am opening up spots in my eight-week nutrition mentorship. These are my final remaining coaching spots for 2019, and I do not want you to miss out. Don't tell yourself you're going to wait until the new year. You do not need to spend any more time procrastinating or living in pain. Imagine where you could be a few months from now if you decided not to wait this one time and truly show up for yourself. Because although you feel doubts and insecurities, I totally feel you, girl. I know a part of you deep down knows you deserve this for yourself. If this resonates with you, I would love to get to know you and see if you're a perfect fit for my eight-week nutrition mentorship. All you gotta do is head to juliebuer.com coach, fill out the questionnaire, and schedule in a time in my calendar to chat with me completely for free. The call is designed to help you walk away with tangible action steps that you can start taking immediately so you can finally start creating a body and life you love. I would be honored, so honored to walk by your side on this journey. And I'm going to be real, these spots always sell out within a few days. So if you want to transform your relationship with food and your body before the end of 2019, head to juliebuer.com slash coach to schedule yourself in and I'll talk to you very soon. Can't wait. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Today, I wanted to share with you a strategy that I utilize with my clients when they are trying to learn how to enjoy things that they want. Maybe it's a food that is not the healthiest, quote unquote, but they still want to incorporate it into their lifestyle and overall maintain their energy, maintain their health, and maybe even try to reach their body composition goals while still enjoying the things that they love to eat. And this strategy is called a plus one. So the most important thing to remember here is the concept of GPF. It's a way of eating that I created in order to help my clients navigate intuitive eating, but with a little bit of light structure. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm eating donuts all day, I'm craving donuts all day. When we eat too much sugar, our brains are hardwired to crave more sugar. So I wanted a way of intuitive eating where I didn't have to be super psycho about what I was putting into my body, but that I still wanted to crave healthy food 90% of the time. And that's truly what GPF has given me. So GPF stands for greens, protein, and fat. That's how you build every single meal. So greens, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be greens. It can be vegetables of any kind, shape, variety, color. The more color you have on your plate, the better. And then you have protein. So whether that is an animal-based protein or protein powder or a vegan or vegetarian-based protein, incorporating some of that. And then last but not least, healthy fats. 
avocados, oils like coconut oil or avocado oil or olive oil, nuts, nut butters. These are all things that are essential to help us stay fuller for longer, keep our hormones buzzing, happy, and keep our body functioning at its highest potential. And that's all fine and dandy. It makes you feel awesome. It gives you energy. It doesn't give you that midday slump where you feel like you need to take a nap at your desk at 3 p.m. But what about the times when you just want some ice cream or you want some pizza or some cake or some cookies or something that you know isn't necessarily supporting your goals, but you know it's going to taste delicious. This is where the intuitive eating portion comes into it. So you have light structure with your GPF meals, but intuitive eating says that we are allowed to have any food we want. No food is off limits. And truthfully, it's taken me so long to get to this point where I have that balance between eating with light structure, but then also enjoying things in moderation. But this plus one strategy has really helped me navigate that in a way that is a little bit more structured so that I have some boundaries and some guidelines for myself to continue to get back on track and feel my best. And like anything else I talk about, I'm not perfect at this. I don't expect you to be perfect at this. This is just something that you can implement, try, see if you like it. If you like it, amazing. If you don't, leave it. I'm just trying to help you discover things that could potentially help you and work well for you and your goal of being a healthier, happier human. Because that's what we're all about around here. So the plus one strategy essentially says that you would have your GPF meal first and then you would add a plus one onto that meal. So I'm gonna give you a few examples of what this could look like in action based on my own experience and based on what I instruct my clients to do. So let's say you're going out for pizza. I don't know about you, but if I have waited from lunch and then it's dinner time, we get to the pizza place, there's an hour wait, the pizza finally comes out and I'm starving, I will eat the whole dang pizza, girl. Don't try me, I'ma eat the whole dang pizza, I promise you. (laughs) I'm a bottomless pit, okay? So knowing that about myself and knowing that I like volume, which means a decent amount of food in order to feel full and satiated, I make it a goal to have my GPF meal first. So what that could look like is an appetizer salad. So I ask for a salad and if they have grilled chicken, even better. And I have them bring it out first. Because you know how it is. I don't care where you are. If you've had to wait for 30 minutes to an hour to restaurant, I don't care if you have the most willpower in the world, you are hungry. And when you are hungry and you're trying to make good decisions, that's a hard time to do it. So I try to work with myself. I try to set myself up for success. I order a salad beforehand and I ask them if they can put grilled chicken on it. So then that way I have the salad with the grilled chicken, but I don't deprive myself of the pizza. I think that's where a lot of us go wrong and why a lot of us can't stick to our healthy diets long term because we just have the salad with the grilled chicken. While we're watching everybody else eat pizza, then we feel like an outsider, then we really want pizza, but we're trying to be good and we have so much willpower, and then we say no to the pizza that night, but then the next day we binge eat a whole entire box of cookies or a whole entire pint of ice cream. So when you're craving something and you really, really want it and you feel like it's going to add to the experience of your life because it's your favorite pizza place, you're with all your friends and family, you're having a wonderful time at dinner, you're laughing, you're enjoying the experience, that would be a perfect situation to indulge in some pizza. So after the salad comes out, I have the salad with the grilled chicken on it and then I'll have one or two slices of pizza and I feel good. Because truthfully with any kind of food, Even if it's the most delicious food in the world, there's a point of diminishing returns. That essentially means after a while, the food doesn't necessarily taste any better, but we continue to keep eating it, thinking that it will. 
thinking that it's going to taste just as good as that first bite, but that's rarely true, especially if we're taking our time with the meal, if we're eating slowly and mindfully, if we're not just shoveling food in our face and inhaling it and then barely tasting it. Really try to savor the experience. Really try to think about tasting your food using all of your senses. When's the last time you actually thought about what the food tasted like? Really think about that. When you are eating something indulgent, like ice cream or pizza, or even just your regular healthy meals, try to taste the flavors of it. There's this restaurant in Toronto. I haven't been there, but Mark has told me about it. Him and his family went where everything is pitch black and all of the servers are actually blind as well. And so it's this sensory experience where they don't even tell you what they're serving you on the menu, which kind of freaks me out. I'm going to be honest, but people say it's amazing. So I trust that. And you eat the food. And then they said, you have so much fun trying to guess what the food is. And it really makes you think about what you're eating. It makes you think about all the flavors. And in that situation, you're actually literally trying to guess what the food is. But you can apply that same principle in your day-to-day life. When you're eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, try to eat those things without distractions. Try to eat those mindfully so that when you do eat something more indulgent and you're having that plus one, you're really savoring the experience. And you can check in with yourself and see if you're still hungry. Because that's the thing. A lot of times we don't even know how to eat until we're 80% full because we're distracting ourselves. We're eating while we're watching TV. We're eating while we're driving. We're shoving food in our face while we're trying to do our makeup and get ready for work. So if you can just slow down, take a second, eat your meal, that alone can help you distinguish your hunger and fullness cues. So the pizza is one example. Another one of my favorite examples is a Mexican restaurant. One of the guidelines I like to use also when I'm going to a restaurant is the rule of threes. I either choose between the appetizer, the drinks, or the dessert, not all three. Sometimes if I'm bowling out, if it's my birthday or something, I'll do all three. But for the most part, on just like a random Tuesday night, I will choose one. So at a Mexican restaurant, for example. If I decide, oh my goodness, I would love to have chips and guac because they make the guac right at your table and it's amazing and I love chips, to be honest, then I'll choose not to have the margarita or I won't have the dessert that comes after dinner. Or let's say it's two for one margaritas, me and my girls are all drinking, then I'll have that and then I'll just have one or two chips. And to make sure I'm not starving, I'll have one of my mini meals as my snacks before I go into that situation. So I'm setting myself up for success again and not just relying on my willpower. That's a common theme here is setting yourself up for success and not putting yourself in situations where your willpower is tested enough for you to make bad choices or not bad choices, but choices that aren't in alignment with what you want the most and more so what you want right now. So maybe I decide that I really want the chips and guac. What I'll do is I'll enjoy that and then I'll get a taco bowl. And with my taco bowl, I can still get the black beans, the rice, chicken, guacamole, cheese, all the works on it. I just use the chips as my plus one. So then maybe I won't have the taco shells or the full burrito, or maybe I will have the tacos, but then I'm mindful of how many chips I have beforehand. The common theme is that you don't have to say no to food. If you love Mexican food, you can enjoy tacos. You can enjoy margaritas. You can enjoy whatever your heart desires. The reason that a lot of us are unable to stick to healthy lifestyle changes is because we go to extremes. We tell our friends, oh, I can't go out to eat with you because I'm not sure what I would eat there. Or we try to bring our own Tupperwares. Or we just try to do all these things that are unrealistic for us and make us feel like we're different than everybody else. And I totally get it. If you're preparing for a competition, if you're an athlete who's getting ready to compete, of course, your situation situation is a little bit different. That's not who I'm talking to here. I'm talking about the average person who just wants to be a little bit healthier, 
Maybe you want to change your body composition a little bit and you still want to go out and have a margarita with your friends every once in a while. Food freedom is all about choices. It's knowing in your mind that no food is off limits, but that you're going to feel better when you can enjoy the things you love in moderation because more is not always better. And I had to learn that the hard way. I went to the opposite end of the spectrum. I deprived myself for so long by only eating quote unquote clean foods in very small quantities to binge eating everything in sight. And in both situations, I did not look or feel my best. When I wasn't eating enough, I had no energy. When I was eating too much, I also had no energy. I was constantly drained because my body was working so hard to digest all that food. So the middle ground is the area where I love to live my life now. It's eating healthy GPF meals 90% of the time. But then when I'm choosing to go out with my friends, I have my drinks or my dessert or my appetizer as my plus one. And maybe sometimes I'm craving a bowl of cereal. So what I do is I make eggs with spinach and then I have a bowl of cereal on the side. But whenever possible, I'm making sure that I'm getting in my greens or some sort of vegetable, protein and healthy fats. And then I have the less nutrient dense option on the side. So the bowl of cereal, a handful of chips, a bowl of ice cream. And you may be wondering how frequently you should be having these plus ones. And the answer is it really depends on what your goals are. So if you are trying to change your body composition, if you're trying to lose weight or get leaner, then I recommend having one or two plus ones per week. I think that's enough to keep you sane and still enjoying the taste of things you love without going overboard. And if you're already good or you don't have any body composition goals or you're not trying to lose weight, get leaner, and maybe you're trying to get stronger, which means you do need to eat a bit more food, then the answer is whatever feels good for you. If you want to have three or four plus ones per week, awesome. But the reason that we're having it as a plus one in addition to our already healthy meal is so we mostly fill up on the good stuff so that we don't have as much room for the less nutrient dense options. And therefore, we do not tend to overeat them as much if we were to just start with eating those. So instead of just going for the pizza right off the bat and counting it as a quote unquote cheat meal, which I hate that word, because what happens with those is you end up way overdoing it. You end up feeling like crap. You spend the next few days eating clean until your next cheat meal, and then it facilitates the cycle of all or nothing. So the plus one strategy is designed. So I designed the plus one strategy in order to give you that freedom throughout the week to make those choices, to indulge in the things that you're really craving in moderation without feeling the need to go overboard or like you're overdoing it or like you feel sick from eating too much food. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have a friend that needs to hear it, please share it on your Instagram story or send this to them. And if you enjoy a plus one this week after your GPF meal, please take a picture of your meal. I would love to see it. Tag me on Instagram at healthnutjulie. I want to see you eating your donut, eating your cereal, eating your pizza, eating your ice cream, whatever it happens to be as a plus one to your healthy GPF meal. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.